Welcome to Look at My Records. This episode features a great New Jersey band called The Down and Outs. This episode was a long time coming. We recorded the interview back in August of 2019, and we wanted to get a live session in the books. We got it on the calendar in December. The Down and Outs came to Lake Nipmuc Studios, and my friend and partner in various music-related ventures, Nicola Falls, engineered the set, mixed it as well. You'll hear that later in the episode. But let's play one song to start out the show, and then we'll jump right into the interview with the Down and Outs. We're going to hear American Original from their October 2019 self-titled debut EP. Where there's words on the earths where the young kids are They ain't never had no canvas Trouble finds them in every which way they have fun But they don't do damage Broken glass, a million raps Oh man, I got a story to tell This one time
All right, that was American Original by my guests, the Down and Outs. Down and Outs are here. Yes, we the are. Down and Outs from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Originally from New Brunswick, New Jersey. Would you say? Mostly. Like, where do you identify as being from as a band? Well, I feel like we, I always wanted to say we're from Atlantic Highlands, where we're all like grew up and met. But people in New Brunswick would be like, "Oh, so do you play here often?" And be like, "Yeah, we actually live here." So I guess like we. We like cut our teeth more in New Brunswick, but we're Definitely. all from originally Atlantic Highlands. Yeah, that's where we Benji moves. right was mm-hmm. telling me that. Yeah, so we got Benji Ray and what's your name? You're the drummer, right? Varun. Varun, welcome. Thank to you. look at my records. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. It's a great space you got. I'm happy to be here. I was just telling Benji, I'm pretty sure we're moving though. So <laughs> just enjoy it while you can. Next time <laughs> you're on the show, it'll be at a different location. Sick. Fuck, it could be a strange place. We don't know what it would be like. A back alley. Could be an alley. This could be the last podcast. Take a downturn. It could be the last podcast in the history of the world. Who knows if a meteor is going to hit Earth. But anyway, so you guys are from Atlantic Highlands. Benji was telling me you guys have known each other since first grade. Have you been playing music together as a trio in different iterations since maybe like middle school or high school? or We were all in the school band and like elementary school and then middle school and then Varun was playing drums and yeah I Benji started with I, sax and then we well, all started with sax I think we all started with sax <laughs> yeah. and then uh, my mom was like you know the percussionists just look way cooler why don't you try beating some stuff like, why don't you try doing that I was like Varun's mom sure <laughs> and she really advice. she kind of just like pushed me into percussion and then never went back and then I started playing guitar at the beginning of seventh grade. And that kind of, I think, formed in all of our minds, like, well, like, I play guitar and, like, Varun plays drums. And, like, Ray's dad got him, like, a bass shortly after that. I yeah, think. I, like, had a bass around my house and I was, like, playing it because I always thought playing guitar was just, like, too hard. <laughs> Not going to happen. Bass. So there was, like, extra this strings. conception yeah. of the band in middle school. I even wrote, like, a letter to my senior self as part of a project where I talked about, like, how I better be in a band with these guys by the time I was like a senior in really? high school. I didn't know yeah. that. But uh, Varun left in eighth grade and went yeah. back to India. Huge divide. Oh, I shit. Think between yeah. all of us. I mean, I went to India. My dad was just like, oh, I'm feeling like really patriotic and I just miss my country. We're going to go back. And I really didn't have much say in it. So that was kind of like just before, I guess, we were even possibly thinking about a band because we were going into you know next type of kind of like high school or middle school yeah i left and then these guys what do you what do you guys do when i was away well i just like went through some shit and like yeah. benji like stopped hanging out and like was listening to like really bad music for a while um, it's high school yeah <laughs> but then i found some like really mm-hmm. good music again and i was just like skating a lot and just like chilling like we kind of like rolled with different crews but it was still like you're like my homie yeah. but like we don't hang out you yeah. know and then probably around like senior year senior kind of everything like, kind of started coming full circle with yeah. all the friend groups and we kind of were in the same yeah because it was like why don't we hang out because like yeah. we like each other and then and then i sent a letter from india to the school <laughs> this and i was so like cool i love this i was this. like i sent it to so select few and miss mrs farrar english teacher oh. was one of them and i we just you know had i just had one of the best english teachers and i sent her a letter as well Wait, how did she find out? 
I don't think I, I said I had a class with her and like she one day was like, guys, I have amazing news. And I was like, Varun's coming back. And she's like, Ben, you motherfucker. <laughs> I was going to tell him. You spoiled the surprise. Yeah. But he was too excited. To I think his sister I think, yeah. I don't know. I told Benji. Varsha told Mrs. Farrell. So that's how she. Yeah. That was funny. So then I was coming back. And then once I was back. Um, well, I didn't know you were coming back. Because I was not chilling with you guys. Like. Oh, I thought. Um. No, I had no idea you were back. No. And then okay. I we all graduated and like everyone was in college and I took a semester off after high school and I just like did a road trip with a friend around the country. And like the entire time we were doing it, we're just like songs, songs, songs and just thinking like, man, like if I was in a band, I would cover this song. And if I was in a band, I'd cover this song. And I was like, man, I got that really nice bass at home, man. Like <laughs> I probably started like learning some of these songs. I'm really jazzed up on it. And I started playing like a lot more and I came back and like playing along to songs and like actually learning them instead of just like noodling around. And then I ran into Varun when yeah. I was registering for classes at community college. And I had like it's this crazy. like double take where I was like, that guy looks like Varun. Like, oh shit, it is Varun. And I like <laughs> yeah. ran over, like big hug. Like, what's up? Like, it was so fucking serendipitous. Oh yeah. And I had no idea Ray was even in Brooklyn. Yeah. I thought everyone was at Rutgers or I don't know. Yeah. And you know, I was just trying to catch up on things. And I, I see Ray and was like, I just couldn't believe it for the first second. I was like, how does he I know my name? I seeing you. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, again, as Ray said, it super serendipitous. But, and, and then Ray just kind of, you know, was feeding me this idea of just like really starting a band. And, well, I yeah. thought for some reason, I thought you guys wouldn't be into it. Like I don't know why I thought that, but I was like, really? I'll trick them into doing it. Like I don't know why, but like I'll like fool them, and then we'll be in the same room, we'll all be playing these songs, and then at some point we'll be like, well, I guess we're a band. Yeah. And so I was like, why don't we just like go to like yeah Red Bank Rehearsal, which is the place we used to rehearse at, mm-hmm. and just like Got the ball rolling pretty yeah, much that just whole like learn some songs, yeah. just like learning just a bunch jam of covers out. all that summer, just trying to like figure out what it feels like to be in a band and like. Mm-hmm. So it's too early to kind of start our doing our own stuff. We want to like feel it out, like playing actual songs that but we then, know are good. Then, you know what got me into it though? I was actually the last year before coming back from India, I was playing a lot in churches, and I was like, "Man, this is like, like, what if my friends were playing instead of like these older dudes that play for?" <laughs> like you know, like I'm like my religion's Hinduism, nothing against. Yeah. And it's just like oh, like, but like. I loved going to church just because I could play like the drum set and you know music classes are still not as advanced there yet so I just couldn't wait to just play I don't know it's because I was limited and that kind of wanted me to play even more once I was back and then Ray gave like told me this idea and I was like sold like, <laughs> yeah like let's fucking do this why not and, and then we like were practicing so much and I was like what if we like did a show somewhere and i was like well like are we ready like, i don't know i was like oh we do it in august like i think we'll be ready if we have like two three months to like work on this shit and we did and we got um a show at the atlantic highlands arts council building and it's just like this art space in the town we grew up in and we spent all summer preparing for one show first show there and where we- literally everyone we knew and literally all of their mothers yeah. attended and we that's flyered. nice <laughs> very nice yeah some mothers flyered for it like did all this stuff and like like we went to brookdale and like printed out this massive flyer like the industrial architecture printer and, like slapped it on the window and it was like 
this, and we had to convince a, big deal. a senior like board of the art gallery because well, that was me. their first. No, they, they knew yeah, they me. Knew, yeah, the funny thing was one of the members was our art teacher. Yeah, from elementary, elementary school. school. So it was all and like localized like, in this weird so way. So full circle. So yeah. full circle. Yeah, and that was the first show there, I think, at the gallery. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then we did it, and then basically the next day, we like realized like we can start writing songs now. But then it took a whole year where I went to University of Maryland, where we basically couldn't do anything. And it was like almost like petering out. But then I was like, wait, I fucking hate this school. Like, I'm going to transfer to Rutgers. And it was like, oh, my God, like this is going to make it all work. And then we just like built ourselves from there. As soon as I was at Rutgers, it was also easy to like just be rehearsing and continuing to like improve like what we wanted to do. Yeah. And when Benji came back, we came back even stronger. Yeah. And I was in another band at the time and we were like pretty big-ish around the scene and I was like playing a lot and like meeting people and so it was pretty easy to just start playing shows with them I yeah. like to making a name for myself and just kind of like meeting people nice and when was that it was like uh 2016 no 15? it was like 20 no it was uh, like well, 2017 yeah I mean I just finished senior year and that was start of so what like fall of 2017 yeah yes yeah yeah good time great fall mm. yeah well, that's not good for like gigs i feel like we sucked a lot there was like some <laughs> of the shows we played i was like damn so you guys were playing ar- around new brunswick at that time yeah a lot of different and basements like, and stuff yeah yeah that was that's when we got into the basement scene yeah at new brunswick that's where we started kind of cutting our chops like with the songwriting and stuff so we were really adamant about like okay like we just wrote like these five songs that we've been playing um let's like be harsh about like this and like you know what like half of these aren't good enough like let's just keep writing more there's all these like kind of song cycles that we would go through just building up to like our current you know set list and it was like just good writing songs like cool shit yeah our practice space was Ray's basement the house yeah, I couldn't nice. stand up it's really that also house. a venue no, no, it was so short. I couldn't only stand up in like the corner in like one spot. Yeah, yeah. Ray's like so. six three years. Yeah, you're so. tall, Ray. Yeah, <laughs> so it was it's good blessing and a curse, you know. And how was that experience coming up in the New Brunswick basement scene? Did you find that the community fosters a lot of creativity? Well, it pushes you, supports you to write good songs. Yeah, it's just funny because I've been in it since I was like sixteen because my brother went to Rutgers. And I've been able to see the paradigm shifts of like genre and style from like going there in 20, like 13, 2014 and everything being like screamo, indie kind of stuff and like really hardcore shit. And that switching over to like when I was starting in that other band, it was so much more of like a, like a jam band scene. And, like, everyone was, like, doing acid and, like, playing these, like, long sets and shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, It's not the scene I remember. Yeah, but it was it was cool. I mean, there's just, like, a lot of different stuff. Because yeah. then, like, there was kind of, like, someone was bringing something new to the table, like, all over the place. Yeah. Um, and we kind of, like, had our own thing going on. I felt like we um, 
I really enjoyed it just because I felt like we did get kind of in with just like a group of bands where it's like these are like my best friends and they also each have their bands. Yeah, and like and everyone like every, sounded different. Yeah, and every weekend there's like three shows going on within a couple blocks of each other and that's like what yeah. you're doing that night. Yeah, and there was like no two things where it's like we all listened to, I don't know. Whatever. It was yeah. like everyone Everyone had, had like thing. a definitive sound. There was a couple bands, like the jam bands I thought got kind of repetitive but too jammy i mean still nice guys yeah so the band released their first ep last year but you've been playing since about mm-hmm. 2016 2017 did you guys have any other releases before this and did you have any songs that you thought about including on the ep that you ultimately scrapped no, we had these songs that my one of my best friends and my roommate at the time recorded in our basement, and it was the like, demo. which will never this see is the it. Light yeah, of like this <laughs> is it, man. Like maybe one day. Ones this this is like a sick song, and we were like listening to it. It's like it just doesn't sound that good. <laughs> and then at some point, it's like, well, no one at shows really likes these either. <laughs> it's like maybe it's not that good, and we're like, eh, you know what? Let's like not release these at all. And like just scrap them. Like we had like Harry Houdini was actually probably the first song where it was like, oh wow, like this is good this enough. This is like yeah. the next level. It's a of great song. I really like that yeah. song. Thank I didn't. You. I'd never listened to you guys before, and then you messaged me, and I heard this song. I was like, it's a great song. Thank you. It's a good job, man, with Thank Harry you. Houdini, and they came together well. so well. Yeah, it happened yeah. in like like uh, 10 like minutes. the drum beat. I didn't even make that up. I mean, Ray was just like. You know, if, while Ray and Benji were working on the chords and just the structure or the, or like the melody, Ray was just like beatboxing some beat. And he's like, yo, like, Varun, can you like play this? Like, oh, didn't you beatbox it beatbox? to yourself in like a bathroom <laughs> stall that yeah, morning? Yeah, I beatbox a lot of the like song <laughs> ideas come to me when I'm like in the bathroom and I just like, gotta get this going. Whip out my phone, voice memo, like, boom, boom, sh- boom, boom, boom. Sh- and then I like show it to these guys and we try and like get it across the best we can. Yeah, and I didn't even hear the melody at this point fully like i didn't even know what the song really sounded like i just had a beat that i thought was yeah like, and cool. I, I tried to interpret it the best i could and it just worked but you interpreted so well. it like perfectly and it worked so well <laughs> well then i you were playing that and then i started playing a thing me and ray had come yeah. up with before you got there yeah we were just hanging out yeah and it influenced what and you were playing perfectly on it and, and then i just yeah. started singing like <laughs> this shit that was on like a poster and like half of that like influenced yeah. the lyrics yeah we really like the name i mean just like like the gorilla song clint eastwood yeah Banger oh, yeah song. it is like that yeah we, you know so this is good Harry connection <laughs> it's a very intriguing name yeah Haridini, illusionist magician exactly and it draws you in i feel like the moment we you know wrote that first like chorus it was like that's the magic man like, yeah that's it and it clicked because we knew we were releasing the song it was happening and you know, we really felt it and then so. a few months later, we felt like the same feeling when Landlord came together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Which we'd had for a while. Landlord was a work in progress. Yeah, because it was just so, you. like, dumb and, like, good and, it like, was stupid. Too stupid. Yeah, it's like, but some songs, like, stupid songs can be, like, yeah. amazing. And yeah. I just had Grows this, like, like, this, like, riff. And I was like, guys, what if we did this? And I just kind of, like, started playing it. And I was like, actually, it does sound kind of cool. And, like... We just had that for a long time, and then Varun really liked it, and Benji was like, "Not really I sure." It was too dumb. Yeah, and then I was yeah. like, "Well, like, I'm kind of halfway on the fence. Like, is this too dumb, or is it like actually good?" 
And then and then I had like the flu, and they worked on it while I was out of commission. Yeah, and yeah. And then I came back. I was like, yeah, this is actually gonna be great. Because my roommate, <laughs> who also was recording us, Shane. Because I was always like, yo, let's kind of jam on this for a bit. Yeah. I would always try to sneak it in, just like work on it a little more. Yeah. You know, low key, and then you know. Well, the Shane roommate. came down, and he was just like. This is a good song, guys. Like, you shouldn't do this. Which and I was gave like, us, me well, and Ray, Yeah, more like, if you think it's really yeah. that good, like, I guess we'll, like, work on it. And then we did. And then it happened. So we had, like, those simple parts. It yeah. just didn't have an arrangement. And then, like, that came together. And then Ray wrote these awesome lyrics to it. And then that just became this awesome moment in our live set that people really reacted to immediately. Yeah. So you guys released an EP last October. Tell us about it. How many songs are on it? Just five. Five. Yeah. So we got three new tracks. Three yeah. New tracks. <laughs> Exciting. You guys been playing those live for oh, a yeah. while? Or? Yeah. It's kind of our set and like our, the new, new stuff is like still kind of like getting like worked live, you know, we're still jamming that out, but it's pretty much like our live set for a while. And like, we play like some covers sometimes. Um, What's in your cover repertoire? Ooh. Good question. Some, I'm a fan of our covers. <laughs> we got, uh, we do... We got King Cruel. Easy Easy by King Cruel. Nice. Yeah, which is so much better live. Um, yeah. We do, the live uh, version. Yeah. yeah. The live version. We do Paper Planes by MIA. N- nice. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. What else do we do? We used to do some strokes. Fell in Love songs. with a Girl. Occasionally. Oh, yeah. Fell in Love with a Girl. Our um, first show, we actually. Our first ever show in Atlantic, we closed with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. And our first show was all covered. on the road trip with the yeah, rapping one. My buddy rapped in Spanish. This is but so interesting. This yeah, is that an was interesting a great man. Idea, right? <laughs> I was like, why don't we get Juan to like rap a Spanish? And he was group? like, I can't rap. And I was like, yeah, but you can speak Spanish. You can literally <laughs> say whatever the fuck you want. Like, <laughs> no one's going to know what you're saying. And it was like instant. The moment he started like, you know, singing or rapping, the moment we started playing with him, he was like, I could totally go into this. And he just went off. We yeah, saw a side of Juan we never saw. <laughs> We gotta find that video. That's fucking. God sick. bless Juan. <laughs> I'm seeing him. Love soon. that guy. Yeah. He's in Spain now. <laughs> Shout out to Juan. Shout out to Juan, baby. Hey Juan, <laughs> what's up? From look at my records. Hell yeah. Tom Gala. <laughs> yeah, check it out. All right, Varun, I'm interested. This is specifically for you. Okay. Did playing music in India, at church, things like that. Mm-hmm. Did you take anything away from it and influence your style? You know, Indian music is definitely very different than yeah. American rock music and stuff, and it's really good. Totally. A lot of it, and you could definitely probably t- take away a lot of interesting things there and apply it to make something really unique and different. Yeah, I mean, again, um, I grew up on Indian music, and a lot of Indian music, most of the beat is on the upbeat, similar to um, Latin songs. They're on the upbeat. Yeah, definitely. And I was always listening to the upbeat, and I knew when to anticipate it. And and then when I was younger, um, I really got into ACDC, and everything was heavy on the fucking downbeat, <laughs> <Yeah>. total <laughs> contrast. Hell yeah. yeah. And I started. That was like my first rock band that I really yeah. got into, ACDC. And then, <laughs> so in a way, Indian music influenced me in a way to explore beyond that kind of music and just to explore more west as opposed to east but now i'm trying to connect more with my roots and start to bring a little more of that upbeat kind of tempo and and definitely you know the next stuff we're gonna work on try to incorporate that in there but 
Yeah, definitely. I'm mean, playing in churches kind of introduced me more to Western songs and stuff like that. And so that's how I got into it. All right. So without further ado, we're going to hear the down and outs perform three songs live at Lake Nipmuc Studios, which is the basement studio slash rehearsal space of my friends Nick LaFalse of Atlas Engine and Justin Mayfield of Sheen Marina, Brim and Miracle Sweepstakes. Justin let us borrow his board for this, and Nick engineered the entire set. He did an excellent job. So without further ado, we will be hearing Harry Houdini, Sketchy Connect, and Landlord by the Down and Outs, live on Look at My Records.
Plans. I keep my pool stick on the nice been 21 since I was 16. My vanity days and the times in the sky was marmalade. Yes, we're headed together. Sensational or whatever.
Cause I was trying to drag it out A funny cigarette And I just wanna rip it off Cause it's not patented I see you looking at me Across the dance floor You know I see you looking at me Like I'm your landlord Yeah, we're banging all the lies We're doing number on your social construct We're crashing out to the applause Put the wire on your whole jack Man, what the fuck is this song? If I think it's death, I'll show you won't forget us And tell your friends what you saw You guys played some songs. Great job. Thanks, Thank man. You. It felt great. Wonderful. Wonderful Riveting. performance. Now, you guys picked records from a record collection, and we're going to play them. Oh. What, Wonderful what, collection, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for that looking That was a really through. hard choice. Yeah. I was like, really like hoping there'd be like five. 
know. Yeah. I was yeah, intimidated. Only had five. Yeah. Could do a spinoff of the show where it's just five records. Yeah, that pick one. You have to pick all five. <laughs> and we judge you. <laughs> judge you based on that. That'd be great. Each, each of you pick one and Ray pick three. That's five. <laughs> and that's all five <laughs> records. Fuck we just up. play every, every episode. All right. And then sometimes you say like, I can't believe you picked that song. <laughs> Can't believe you picked those five records out of five records, the only five records you could pick, and you yeah. picked those five. Pathetic. What, what are the, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what are the Why'd chances? you agree to do this podcast? You should have just said no and <laughs> left. I asked the same question. <laughs> and you're, you're probably like, you had no choice. It's like, you had a choice. You could have left. <laughs> the fuck? This was a test. All right, this is getting dark. Let's <laughs> brighten it up with your first pick. What is it? Heinz. Heinz. So they're from Barcelona, know. right? Or Madrid? Madrid. I, they yeah. seem like the I'm most like fun state. band in the world. They I've seen do. them live. I have a huge crush on all of them. Yeah. They seem like a lot of fun to hang out with. Dude, yeah. My favorite is Anna. Same. Anna's. Same. Anna is where it's at. Uh, <laughs> we can't all like Anna. Wait, fuck. you too? Oh, shit. I thought you yeah, liked Carlota. Great. Carlotta's. I mean, they're all great. They're dude. easily crushable, you know? Yeah. They're, they're cute. They're fun. The, you the see Spanish. them play. They write great songs. They're fun. Just the That's whole the thing. thing. They have the songs. They sound like yeah. they remind me of like the Powerpuff Girls meets the Strokes in the best yeah. way. Because Carlotta's got that voice, and it's just like it's like sweet, but kind of like bratty. Well, it's like a team, and if you're a fan, yeah. you feel like you're on like a team. Yeah, I'm on that team. We're yeah. in the uh, club, which is the, the song we're about to play. <laughs> I've heard them say that that's like the most Heinz song they've ever oh, yeah. written. Yeah. Which is sweet. And what Where's song an do you want to play from this record? The Club. The, the Club. Opening track. I drove to the studio listening to this record today. Mm. Cool. Fuck good. yeah. Honorable mention to I Feel Cold But I Feel More. I mean, every song is great. And Rookie and the rest yeah. of the songs. Yeah. So. Honorable mention every other song on the <laughs> record. All right. After that, we've got Duke. Ellington. Yes, we do. So jazzy. So this is we a, don't know. Yeah, what is what this? Song? This is like live or something. This is like a massive is. compilation. It's yeah. Duke Ellington, oh, the Blanton Webster Band, and there's like four discs. Basically, we just chose a jazz album because we kind of got a little jazz influence going. I was like yeah. super into jazz guitar throughout high school, and it influences like a lot of the guitar stuff that I bring to us. So we thought we'd have something to represent that. Cool. Oh, yeah. And I'm one of my inspirations are jazz drummers. You know, the whole like Buddy Rich, Gene Krupa, like that whole era was amazing. And just like you can just learn a lot from jazz drumming without even, you know, playing jazz just from like the finesse that they have over the kit. It's amazing to see just like the total control and the effortlessness and the speed. It's insane. Yeah, I wish I was good enough to play jazz. I think whenever I go to a jazz album, I don't know, I pick the most sentimental sounding one because those are always the best. Are so you I'm in a sentimental mood? The sidewalks of New York. Nice. They are okay. The yeah. sidewalks <laughs> of New York. You are. <laughs> You're fine. It smells like shit. <laughs> All right. After that, classic Velvet Underground and Nico. 
Great early pressing of mm, that record. Not sick. the earliest pressing, but it's an I early pressing. I like how it's pressing. just two covers as opposed to like a cover and a track listing. It's just like two front covers. Yeah. yeah. Could be the greatest record of all time. It's like probably my favorite record of all time, or Fuck at yeah. least top oh, really? 10. Nice. Top five, top two, top one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cool because like Lou Reed, like I feel like so much stems from that yeah and like so much of anything that's like he was kind of like the first like underground dude you yeah. know and he was just like i'm not gonna play songs like the beatles i'm gonna play what i want to play because i fucking hate the beatles yeah he <laughs> hated the i was yeah. thought that was weird but he did hate the yeah. beatles he's like they suck i'm like no yeah no <laughs> but he's such a he needs he needed to say that because yeah. he's lou reed he's got that attitude yeah what song are we doing from that i was thinking sunday morning beautiful song it's a good done solid good song for a morning on a Sunday. Next, Captain Beefheart. This is Van Villay is his real name. This and I think we know what song. The song we're playing will be Sue Egypt. Nice. Sue that one goes out Egypt. to Greg and Shane, wherever you are. Sue Egypt. Shane. You know. That song has great guitar tones on it. I actually really enjoy that song. Yeah. I thought it would just be something I would enjoy because it was funny. Yeah. And there's like that crazy breakdown he goes into that's like <laughs> super sweet. And then like intense. It reminds me of Beck. Like he was yeah. kind of like doing Beck's thing before Beck was sampling I mean, shit. Like he was just off the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Good fuck yeah. Times. Fuck I love that song. Yeah. Sue he's crazy. <laughs> So we got some beef part in here. Excellent. And then Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Oh, yeah. Probably Funny Friends. I maybe mean, uh, this might be one of my like top three bands. What do you think, Edward? Right? Yeah, they're great. Yeah. 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 And like, they're just such like, a great like modern rock band. Yeah. And they just, every record, they just bring it. And like their live shows are insane. And like, Ruben Nielsen's a genius. Jake Portrait, badass. Smooth as hell. You know. I love the cover. I actually looked up this. Where is that? Czechoslovakia, yeah. I think. It's but. like this. It's just abandoned, kind of. And, you know, it should be taken care of. But it's just a six shot. No one's seen anything like this. In yeah. A while. Very and, uh, iconic. And uh, we actually played this song. We covered yeah, this song. One of our other Funny covers. Friends. It's when such we first a. first started playing in New Brunswick, Ray sent us this song. Like, what do you guys think of yeah. this? Like, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> and we just felt good. It's yeah. a good, feel good, good song. Yeah. I'm glad you guys felt it good. It always yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. Glad Thank, you felt thanks, good. Ray. He showed Funny me this. Friends. This just came up, but some girl had told me about this like years and years and years ago. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I found it myself and I was like, oh, really? This is great. <laughs> Shout out to that girl. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Should I listen to you soon. Yeah. You were right. I was wrong. Girl, you were right. You're always right. We got some down and outs picks. Yeah, Starting with Heinz. That's how you say their name, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was always saying Hins. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> don't pick a band name that's a homophone. What? No, it's not a homophone. What is it? I don't know. There's yeah. no. Whatever. Yeah. With multiple pronunciations. <laughs> don't do it. Otherwise, people are going to say Heinz when it's really. Hins. No, people are going to say Hins when it's really Heinz. Looking at so, you, Heinz. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Heinz, the band. <laughs> All right. What was after that? Duke Ellington, followed by Velvet Underground, Captain Beefheart, Unknown Mortal Orchestra to wrap it up. These are the down and outs. Picks. We'll be back. Hell yeah. Boom.
There's always someone around you who will call It's nothing at all Sunday Vagabond, bad vagum, 
a picture of red hot juice, a picture of red garnet juice.
All right, we're back. We heard Himes, Duke Ellington, Velvet Underground, Captain Beefheart. Did I mess up that order? No, I didn't. And then Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Down and out's great job. Thank you. Sifting through the records and picking the records. It was records. tough. You guys came out alive, though. You did it. <laughs> we did it. I feel like I still got like an 80 on the test. I don't know. <laughs> no, you got a 100. Nice. Perfect score. Fuck yeah. All right, this, we're ending the show. Sadly. <laughs> you could God, do another podcast about an all the great books you have, too. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm checking wow. these out. Ooh, Meet me in the bathroom, in the bathroom is like oh, the Bible of books. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a fucking good, good book. And it's also uh, Music Business 101, that blue book. It's tough to yeah, kind of boring at times, but you know, good stuff in there. And I see you have uh, some Nick Hornby. Nick Hornby, too. music industry books, music oral history books, yeah, stuff. And then you got federal income tax. Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to show. I took that course in law school. So I wanted to show that's my. That's where that's from. Hey, you could do your taxes, man. Yeah, I could do my own taxes. So. That's just that's gross. And I was like, I'm not gonna get rid of this. I should have. I don't know why I'd still have that stupid ass book. Professor was a a piece of shit. (laughs) Fuck him. But anyway, your self titled debut EP is out, and you got a couple of shows coming up next month. I love it. It's self titled. Self titled. Self titled. Yeah. Good. It's yeah. descriptive. Yep. What That's the EP's it. about is you guys playing songs, the exactly. down and outs. And you'll be at Asbury Park Brewery on March 13th and Rubu Lad on March 27th. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. You should come. Yeah. We'll put you on the list. I'll be there. Fuck so, yeah. That's top. Yeah. on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Top five, top five. Okay, cool. And what about everyone can get your music on Bandcamp? It's almost mostly Spotify. Spotify. Spotify, Spotify Apple Music. Yeah. I think Tidal. Pandora. The best place. Pandora. Pandora. You guys are on YouTube, Facebook, so. Instagram. Yeah, YouTube. Instagram. YouTube. All the socials. Yeah, YouTube. Instagram at the Down and Outs. Music. The music. Down and Outs Music. I repeat, at yeah. the Down and Outs Music. Yeah. Cool. All right, we're going to play one more song to send you guys off. It's a record by The Voids with a Z at the end. Yeah. You may know one of their members, Julian Casablancas. He's in a band called The Strokes. Fuck yeah. It's a fucking small band that nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. They're not from New York. They're not. They're totally not from New York. But nope. <laughs> I've never heard of them. They're not that big. <laughs> what song do you want to play? <laughs> Lazy Boy. That's it's gonna be lazy boy. boy. Lazy boy. Such a fucking good song. Everyone, man. thank you to the down and outs for coming by. Thank you for looking at my records for having us. And yeah. we're sending you off with the voids. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
do it in the heart. 